This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go, Black and Blue Report on a Wednesday. Hello, everybody. Sunshine's out. And greetings again from Airline Drive uh, here at the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly. We come to you from Studio B here on a Wesley Wednesday. Yep, David Wesley back today. We're a lot of Pelicans talk today. Uh, There is not a lot of football to talk about yet. One o'clock press conference scheduled on Airline Drive. If you're catching our podcast today prior to 1 Central, uh, tune into NewOrleansSaints.com, your Saints mobile app. I am quite sure that is going to be aired live for you. Uh, this afternoon from the room right across the hall from us in Studio B. Um, so with that being said, you'll get your football from that today and then John DeShazer later on today. More on the Saints side, obviously, than tomorrow when we have something to react to and, uh, and excuse me, talk about. But today, Pelicans, Pelicans heavy, NBA heavy, as the Pelicans host the Dallas Mavericks tonight at Smoothie King Center. Uh, I think this is a real crucial stretch here for the Pelicans as they uh, – play here at home tonight, Friday, and then go out west and play, frankly, uh, in the three games out west, two teams uh, that are struggling, to say the least. And and so I think this is a, a, a time to move here for New Orleans. And coming off of a win against Dallas this past weekend, um, the, the move has been started on the right foot, shall we say. Same two teams tonight. Dallas wins last night in double overtime over Sacramento. We'll see what kind of legs they have tonight. And we'll gauge that with uh, Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, is our guest today. He'll uh, talk about last night's emotional win for the Mavs at home and help us preview tonight's basketball game. And as I mentioned, David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday. We've got a couple of good questions for David today as well. 7 o'clock tip-off at Smoothie King Center tonight. There still are some tickets remaining. Uh, The group special going for tonight's game, I guess you can still try and, and get it together. Um, this game was circled on a lot of folks' calendar because if you made tonight a group night and got them into the lower bowl for seats there, uh, number one, you could get them for as low as 35 bucks a piece. But number two, everybody in the group is getting a uh, an Anthony Davis replica jersey tonight. The other thing that is still in effect, I think, in play here, uh, if you want to get the fellas together, or ladies, if you want to call it ladies' night out, you sure can do that. But it is the guys' night out package presented by Fulton Alley. Uh, and that is in effect for tonight's game as well. You'll just need to pick up the phone this afternoon and call 525-HOOP for that. We'll take our first time out, and we'll get into our conversation uh, with David Wesley um, in earnest here in just a moment. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Your New Orleans Pelicans have the perfect way for you to unwind with your buds by scoring the Guys Night Out six-pack. Presented by Fulton Alley. Packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include two tickets and four beers. Plus, Fulton Alley's throwing in a free game of bowling, all for as low as $50. Take flight with the next Guys Night Out on Wednesday, January 6th against the Dallas Mavericks. 
Visit pelicans.com to plan your guys' night out today. New Orleans, get ready for WWE Monday Night Raw. Televised live worldwide from Smoothie King Center. Monday night, January 11th, featuring the return of Brock Lesnar. Plus, you'll see John Cena, Roman Reigns, Demon Kane, The Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, The Divas, and many more in action. Don't wait. Great seats are available now at the box office and Ticketmaster. Guess what day it is. Pump day? Well, yeah. And it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Still to come, Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Pelicans and Mavs tonight. And uh, I love it when... Game day is also a Wesley Wednesday, and with that, we welcome in David Wesley from Fox Sports New Orleans. You can you can almost set your watch and your calendar by it. Aren't, uh, you know, Wesley Wednesday shall never be missed, David. Yeah, yeah, and I like I like not only Wesley Wednesday coming on a game day, but I like it coming after a win. Yes, the conversation generally is a bit different, isn't it? It is. Uh, my spirits are up. I'm feeling good. I, you know, it's it's good to talk about the Pels and uh, the fact that. Uh, they started 2016 off on a good note, and we haven't played since Saturday night, which is odd. I, I just uh, we have. I'm trying to think. Well, I'm sure it's happened, but when have we had a three day break between games? I, I'd have to go back it, almost to the preseason, probably. It doesn't happen often, and as a player, it, it's one of those things that you almost prefer not to. Day in between, I think is is probably perfect. Uh, two days is okay. Three days is whoa. Let's get back out there. Um, and even doing what we do, day between is fine. Three days is, you know, the bunch, you know, they'll start bunching up somewhere. But not this season. This season's been scheduled pretty different. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's, speaking of different, by the way, the last team you played is the same team you're playing tonight. Now, the same can't be said for the Dallas Mavericks, who had to play at home last night and needed double overtime to beat the Sacramento Kings. Uh, so they could come in a little leg-weary tonight, David. Yeah, you know, I watched that game uh, very poor fourth quarter uh, for the Mavs. I think they shot seven of 19 or something like that in the fourth with four turnovers. So uh, not a very good end of the game, but pretty good play. Um, you know, to see Darren Williams go out there and, and play the way he played after missing um, some games, uh, just his third game back, and, and really kind of looked like himself again with the, the, the game winner which was pretty exciting. Uh, a chance that uh, Coach Carlisle took, not fouling late. He got an air ball and some time on the clock to get that shot off, or they probably would have lost. And then Rudy Gay doesn't foul at the other end, and Sacramento had a foul to give. How do you like that? Oh, it's, 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 one, of those, it's one of those weird things. I, I think the way he caught the ball, taking a foul there might have given him three free throws anyway because – his pump fake, you couldn't really tell if he, you know, with two, 1.9, I think it was, or 2.1 seconds, that's kind of a, a pretty much a catch and shoot. You really didn't expect him to pump fake. Um, but, you know, great heads up play by, by Darren Williams. I, I didn't, I didn't think he would get it off after a pump fake, but he did plenty of time. And, you know, they, they pretty much stole one there. Did you see the video this morning of, Rajon Rondo trying to trip Darren Williams along that sideline. I I didn't actually, uh, but 
who knows? Uh, nothing. Nothing he does surprises me. Uh, you know, him even missing uh, conveniently the Dallas game uh-huh. with back spasms. I, you know, it doesn't surprise me if he if he did if he ran out on the court did something crazy. I, I just um, his his other stuff, not his basketball play, but his other stuff is it, just. Sometimes unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Um, from a former player standpoint, uh, does the league should the league, you know, obviously he did not trip him because um, then you would have seen Darren Williams stumble. But um, you know, should the league do something about a player on a bench, albeit standing right there on the sideline, attempting to uh, trip an opponent in the course of making a play? I think so because. Um, what happens if he does trip him? Of course, it's a technical. He goes to the line. Um, they're down two. The end result was they got to win. Is that down two? Um, you know, they tie the game and then they don't get that shot. I, I just think it changes too much in the game. Had he tripped him, and you know, if he's out far enough to trip him, he shouldn't have been on the court. Should have been a technical anyway. You know, it's just you know. Like sometimes when when guys get calls that have reputations, you you, you start feeling bad for him because it's like, all right, he didn't do it that time, and you called it based on his reputation. Um, for some reason, I, I don't feel sorry for whatever he gets. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, Pelicans wise, what's your storyline right now with this team? Because let's be honest, let's be let's be credible here. It's been a hard group to figure out, and as you mentioned, your spirits are high. You're coming off of a win in which you defended, you executed in the fourth quarter, and now you'll see that same team again tonight. Um, so what's what's the latest take on the Pelicans for you? Well, uh, you know, I've been saying for the last three years, don't bet them um, because you, you don't really know. team is no different than the, the past teams, and you don't know. Um, while healthy and times they look really good and – and able to beat anyone in this league, um, maybe uh, minus Golden State healthy. Um, but, you know, they beat San Antonio, they beat Cleveland. You know, they have some, some really good wins. What team will, will show up? And, and, and I believe that with a tired Dallas Mavericks team, again, even double overtime, again, there should be, I won't say no problem, but they should go out here and just just – Keep, you know, keep the pressure on them and beat up on them. I expect that, but Dallas has changed by two players. Darren Williams in the starting lineup playing better. Devin Harris back in the lineup, or, yeah, back in the lineup, which he didn't play in Dallas. Um, and Tyreek Evans, does he play, does he not play, um, which he wasn't in the Dallas game. So how does that change the Pelicans game? How does that change the Mavs game? You know, what, what resolve does the, the Mavericks have coming into a game after they played double overtime and travel last night? Um, you know, a lot of those things go into the mix, and, and I'm still saying it's a Pelican win at home where they, they're playing pretty good basketball um, lately. Quincy Pondexter may play tonight. There's a chance. Um, we haven't been able to say that yet. How does right. this Pelicans team change when he comes back? Well, I, you know, I, I gave uh, Tyreek and, and Norris 
uh, about seven games to, to try to start evaluating what they do. So I'll give him, you know, the same amount of time depending on, you know, what kind of minutes he's getting. I, I think defensively that's one more perimeter defender um, that can go out and get stops against, you know, some of the some of the you know best talent in the world. Um, and more than G, more than Cunningham, he'll knock down threes. So spread the floor and defend something that you know, there's never, uh, you know, you, you need that. That's that's got to be that's got to be out there. So um, hopefully he can come in and, and be productive and and bring that something. I, you know, I think he's a smart player. Um, guy who knows where he's supposed to be, executes offense. So uh, it'll be a nice addition. I, I think he just needs a little bit of time to figure out his role, his spot in this in this uh, new team concept. Okay, all right. David Wesley here with us on a Wesley Wednesday. Uh, last question here, David. It's a doozy. Um, and I'm taking Anthony Davis off the table. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time we visit next Wednesday, we'll have had two home games and I want to say two road games. So Three. a nice, nice sample size. What's that? Three, right? Well, we'll be playing, I guess. We'll have yet to play that third road game when we visit. Oh, the Sacramento game. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this. Whether it's Norris Cole, who seems to be now finding his groove, or a Quincy Pondexter on the brink of a return, or someone else. And again, Anthony Davis is off the table here. Which Pelicans player are we having a big conversation about one week from today? I, I, if, if, I, if I had to pick someone who I think is, is playing probably as consistent um, as anyone and probably uh, getting better as their minutes get better, um, I don't know if my only choices were Quincy or Norris, but I would have picked Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. No, no, your your choices are anybody but Anthony there, so you're safe. Um, yeah, I, I think Drew Holiday is going to be a difference maker now that you know his stay, his uh, restrictions are lifted. He can now play him back to backs. I think it's wise of coach to play him in that you know 30 minute range, not much more than that. I think that's plenty of time for him. I think, you know, 30 minutes is always enough time for you to get your, your most out of your players. Go out there, play hard, get tired, come sit down, get back out there, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think Drew Holiday right now is is probably, and that's without running numbers and, and thinking about it, but just watching and using the eye test. Um, I think over these next couple of games, he's going to be a difference maker. Good answer. Um, and that's what I wanted. I wanted the eye test. I wanted the David Wesley, what does my gut tell me, test. Yeah. Um, so, perfect. Have a great call tonight with Joel Myers and Jen Hale. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, so you're saying uh, Pelicans win tonight. I love that. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind, Pelicans win, Pelicans win, Pelicans win. And on that note, we will say goodbye to David Wesley. <laughs> Chuck Cooperstein is up next. You'll catch David tonight with Joel Myers and Jen Hale, as we mentioned, on Fox Sports New Orleans. Radio coverage as well. John DeShage will be with us on that side of the broadcast uh, from the Smoothie King Center. Back in a moment. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. 
Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Join your New Orleans Pelicans Friday, January 8th at 7 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center when the Indiana Pacers battle your New Orleans Pelicans. Come out and celebrate Superhero Night. The first 8,000 in attendance will receive a Pelican Superhero poster. Come dressed as your favorite superhero and you can enter our costume contest to have a chance to win great prices. Tickets start as low as $21, so don't miss out on any of the action. And call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Our next guest is, uh, well, he's been, well, he hasn't had much sleep probably. Uh, Up late last night because of the Dallas Mavericks thrilling win over the Sacramento Kings. He's the voice of the Dallas Mavericks. Chuck Cooperstein joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Good morning um, or afternoon, whatever you want to qualify it as, Chuck. Well, it's either of those somewhere, right? Yes. Nice win last night. It was a heck of a win. Uh, you know, you get a couple of those every year, and uh, what a strange series. Obviously, this has been the Mavericks have had a, a long winning streak against the Kings at home. They haven't lost at home to them uh, since February of 2003. It's now 22 consecutive games oh. they've won. It's the second longest streak behind uh, San Antonio's 32-game winning streak against the Warriors uh, in San Antonio. So, it's crazy, and obviously you're down seven with a minute 20 to play in the second overtime, and you're thinking it's not looking too good. But when you come back and win games like that, it's never as much about what you do as sometimes what the other team doesn't do, the mistakes that they made. And Sacramento made three huge mistakes in the last minute 20. Uh, that really, really hurt them and gave Darren Williams the chance to be a hero. Well, that's the thing. They gave him a chance, and Williams um... – we all know what he's been about his whole career here. When we saw you guys this past weekend, he's coming back from injury and coming off the bench, but yet he still has that big game, big shot mentality. You know, we know that he hits the shot. Uh, We know that you were down seven, you know, with, like you said, about a minute 20 to go. But even, even with that, can you walk me through the last 10 seconds or so? Well, sure. Uh, You know, it almost even goes back to the last 50 seconds. Okay. So Derek Collison uh, made a huge mistake. The, uh, the Kings, uh, Cousins took a three, and why he's taking a three, even though he had made one earlier in the second overtime, is, is beyond me. And I just don't understand why they allow him to take threes other than simply placating him because uh, he's just an absolute beast when he gets himself down low. He's unstoppable. Uh, but anyway, he takes a three. The ball gets knocked out of bounds with 53 seconds to go. And there's a new 24, and the Kings inbound the ball, and they wind up taking a quick shot. Derek Collison maybe lets four seconds go off the clock, and he launches one, and he misses. Uh, 
I mean, why they didn't run the clock down is beyond me. So the Mavericks get the ball, they get it down to Dirk, and Dirk nails a three to make it a two-point game at that point. Uh, There are 26 seconds to go. The Kings, obviously, are thinking about, we're going to run as much time off the clock as we possibly can, take a a shot late in the clock. if If it goes in, great. If it doesn't go in and it hits the rim, well, everything is fine because there's more time that's going to be going off the clock as you're trying to get the rebound. But their problem was is that they took so long to get into their offense that they wound up with Collison basically falling backwards to the ground, throwing up an air ball. So there's 2.3 seconds left, and the Mavericks get the ball you know, with a chance to win. And the Kings still have a foul to give. And when uh, uh, Devin Harris throws the ball into Williams in the left corner, you know, Rudy Gay runs at him, you know, trying to distract him when it's a flyby, and uh, Darren Williams, you know, obviously hits the shot, but why doesn't Rudy Gay at that point just run over and foul him? They've got a foul to give. And at that point, you foul him with uh, a second to play, and you're going to be inbounding the ball from the corner, which is just an incredibly difficult place to inbound and, and get yourself in, into the right geometry to get a shot, let alone a good shot. Uh, but obviously, they didn't do any of that, and Williams winds up hitting the shot and being a hero. So, again, the, the Mavericks made some great plays, but Sacramento really messed up the last minute 20, and really the last 53 seconds. And sometimes that's what happens in the NBA. It's who messes up less. I mean, I get that with the level of talent. Uh, Pelicans and Mavericks, by the way, tonight at Smoothie King Center. More on that in a moment. One more thing about last night's game, Coop, and that's this. So I get up this morning, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I'm you know, looking at this, that, and the other. Obviously, the football stuff going on here in New Orleans is dominating my Twitter feed. But lo and behold, here comes this little close-up slow-motion video of Williams catching the ball and trying to get set up in that left corner. Uh, and before he can even get into the gather, and before Rudy Gay can even fly by him, all of a sudden you see on the Kings bench Rajon Rondo sticking a leg out, uh, trying to perhaps even just glance the foot of Darren Williams. I mean, that's how close, as you know, that lane right there uh, is next to the bench between the three-point line and the sideline. When you saw that, A, what was your reaction, and B, does the league do anything about it? Well, I I didn't see it before this morning, uh, and I'll fully admit that. Uh, And I'm not sure, Sean, if it's clear if it was on that play or another play, but but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I don't know how you don't Fine him heavily. What he's already been fined? What fifty thousand for the the whole Mexico City thing right. uh, with Billy Kennedy, and and he went and he was suspended for a game uh, for that, uh, which obviously was was deserved and maybe even way too light. But I I, I don't see how how you don't get like a, a heavy fine uh, and or suspension. I mean you you can't let that go. Kiki Vanaway can't let that go in the league office. I mean that's that's absolutely unacceptable behavior. I mean, it's it's one thing to, uh, you know, to, to stand up in a moment like that and uh, you know root your team on, and that's fully acceptable there. But to try to insert yourself into the play, uh, that that's that's not good. That's in fact pretty sorry if you ask me. Uh, so I I do think a suspension is warranted here, and if and you know if nothing else, then you know a heavy fine to make Rondo feel that that that's something that's got to be sent as a message to the rest of the league. Does it only add to the drama of the fact that you guys had him before on your team? 
Oh, absolutely. And and the fact that, uh, you know, he, he sat it out last night after having a, a 15.9 rebound, 19 assists, five steals came the night before against Oklahoma City. Uh, all of a sudden, back spasms? Uh, that that doesn't look really good either, just as the look in Game 2 in Houston last year didn't look really good. No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, hence why he's not with you guys anymore, really. I mean, let's Correct. be honest. Yeah. Chuck Cooperstein with us here, voice of the Dallas Mavericks, where tonight the Mavericks and the Pelicans will wrap up their season series here on January, what is this, the 6th or the 7th? One of the yes, two, I can't keep track. Thank you. Um, it's hard to believe, and it's even more weird when you look at the way that the, the four meetings were scheduled, but here we're going to wrap up the season series against the division opponent tonight. So three games in the book, one to go. Um, what's been your takeaway from the first three meetings so far? Well, my, my takeaway is how is New Orleans 11 and 22? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> how is this possible with, with, the, with the talent that is there? And obviously the other night Tyreek Evans didn't even play, and he's been terrific for the Pelicans, and he's always given the Mavericks fits. Uh, but, you know, Anthony Davis is the truth. Ryan Anderson is tremendous coming off the bench. Uh, you know, there's plenty of firepower there, and they're starting – to figure it out a little bit on the defensive end, although I, I have found it interesting. I was looking at something yesterday. You know, the Mavericks have played uh, the Lakers, uh, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Denver, Houston, uh, and and Sacramento, you know, all teams that aren't necessarily considered to be defensive juggernauts. And in all of those games, uh, in, in at least one of those games uh, that they have played against those teams, the Mavericks have shot uh, below – 44% in all of them except against Houston and have scored under 100 points in all of those games, which, uh, you know, I don't know if that speaks to the Mavericks thinking they can just walk out there and they'll start making shots and everything's going to be okay or that teams are actually really buckling down against them. But I, I thought New Orleans played a lot harder than the Mavericks did on Saturday night. And, and I thought, especially down the stretch, uh, their execution, the Pelicans' execution was, was sensational. Um, really and you know drew holiday is a guy that's given the mavericks fits as well uh his size has always been a factor i think darren not being in the game at that time was a real factor because holiday was able to take advantage of berea but uh listen you know the, the pelicans were a playoff team last year uh and they were a playoff team for a reason and i, I thought bringing in alvin gentry would, would you know pump some more life into their offense and ironically enough and it's they've really kind of struggled on offense at least until late in the wins, I guess, Sean, you guys have been fantastic here in the last seven. The last four wins have been, you know what, you're averaging like 116 a game. You know, in the last three losses, you're averaging under 90. So, again, you know, which team are the Pelicans? Uh, I have a, a tendency to lean toward the former and, and the fact that I think before the season is over that uh, they're going to make life very difficult for people in the West. They may not be good enough to make the playoffs. They may have... Uh, you know, gotten things started a little too late here. It's helped that the West is down a little bit this year. Uh, but uh, they're going to make life difficult for people who are in the playoff picture fighting for seeding or, or whatnot because they're, they're just too good not to do that. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on a lot of things right there. Um, and, and Dallas, I'll be honest, on your side of things, is a bit of a mystery to me as well um, with the amount of firepower and talent that still exists there. And let's not – Let's not forget what kind of a coach Rick Carlisle is. And, and, and actually, I'm really glad that you all won last night uh, so that uh, tonight Rick Carlisle is not even more desperate to pass Chuck Daly on the all-time win list, uh, which took him three tries to do it, I guess. But um, 
when when you look at your Dallas team right now and and the emotions of last night and the length of game last night and a, a flight, albeit a short one, but still a flight. Um, what, how do you see the Mavericks responding in the second game of a back-to-back here? Well, generally they played well in the second of back-to-backs. Now, the, the game uh, the, the other night with the Pelicans, you know, they, they didn't seem to have a lot of pop you know, and really only got the pop when they got down 12 early in the fourth quarter and, and made that run to ultimately get the game tied. Uh, you know, the, one of the other games they lost in, on the second of back-to-back was the second night of the season against the Clippers when they, they sat uh, Wesley Matthews and they sat Williams uh, after he banged knees uh, with Eric Bledsoe. So, uh, you know, tonight, uh, you know, I think there'll be effort, but it's hard to imagine Dirk playing tonight. Dirk has missed only one game all year, and that was the second of a back-to-back in Houston back in November. Uh, it's about time for him to get a rest. He's actually been slumping as far as his field goal and three-point percentage over the last five games. And given that he played 43 minutes last night, I'd be shocked if he played tonight. Uh, Chandler Parsons got hip-checked by, uh, by Boogie Cousins uh, on an illegal screen last night. Uh, and it's, they're calling it a hip, but, boy, watching the replay, it sure looked like it was the knee that he had the microfracture surgery on uh bang knees with cousins and that is what got to him but nonetheless uh he didn't finish the game last night and he's not been playing particularly well here of late after a nice little mini burst in mid-december uh, i'd be surprised if he played tonight but i think everybody else will will try and i think they'll, they'll give it a go i'm just not sure how much you can have left in the tank after winning as emotionally as they did last night you're not sandbagging on me are you Coop? come on let's come on no, okay. I'm I'm, right. I'm deadly deadly serious. <laughs> I mean, Dirk played forty. He played forty three and a half minutes last night. No thirty seven year old should be doing that. No, let alone let alone hitting the shots that he hit when he hit them. Now you know he didn't. He had I think ten points to the fourth quarter, and I think it wasn't really till like the last. And I haven't looked at the play by play that closely again, but I think it was like the last three minutes of the fourth quarter where he hit three shots, and then he gets to overtime, and he starts hitting shots again. Uh, it's almost like he was sandbagging and playing possum and waiting until late in the game until he, he wound up doing something. But he, he has been struggling with the shot here lately, and, and the Mavericks have really been trying to manage his minutes as much as they can, but sometimes it, it's, it's impossible not to run him up a little higher than they want. And if that's the case, uh, really, with the Mavericks' schedule being what it is this month, uh, they're basically playing 19 games in 32 days from January 1st to February 1st uh, with with six back-to-backs in that time. So uh, any time they can get Dirk uh, some rest, I think they're going to try to do that, and uh, I, I have a feeling this might be the night. Okay, all right. I only know one thing. Um, I like uh, visiting with you. I will enjoy your company tonight, and generally when these two teams play each other, it's pretty fun. So um, I'll bank on that and just leave it there. How about that? I'm right there with you. Always good times. <laughs> Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavericks, with us here on the Black and Blue Report. He'll be at the gym tonight. We'll see you then, Chuck, and uh, try and get some rest today. Hey, it's 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 a trip down to Dominica today, as always. That's that's our that's our lunch spot here in New Orleans. Are, are you going to go through with this again? We are. Um, although I'm wondering, uh, you know, if uh, if, if it's going to work. Because the last two times we went, we lost. 
Yes. So I don't know if we, if we if we if we do this and we lose tonight, we might just might have to find a different spot. Not that there, not that we're lacking for opportunities and choices here in New Orleans. Yeah, I think that you'll find something as a suitable backup plan, without a doubt. No offense to Dominica, but you know, I understand it. Um, just real quick, it's 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 you and Mark and Rick Carlisle, right? This is the the superstition yes. you have. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. And and, and Mike Procopio, who's our. Uh, one of our one of our workout guys, our our main uh, uh, player development guy. Well, in light of the or fact, it, it, yeah, in light of the fact that it hasn't worked the last two times, Chuck, enjoy lunch today at, at Dominican. I'll see you tonight, Smoothie King Center. <laughs> see you later. All right, there you go. Quick break. We'll be right back. All Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy Text Alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. On tomorrow's Black and Blue Report, a Thursday edition featuring Jennifer Hale from Fox Sports New Orleans, but also the NFL on Fox. Uh, Jen can offer some thoughts about tonight's basketball game, but I think we're going to primarily have her on tomorrow to help us preview the wild card weekend in the NFL playoffs. I, I, I have a strong feeling that she has seen every team in action this weekend up close and personal the majority of them for sure um, so we'll we'll talk to her tomorrow and uh, begin the conversation about the NFL postseason and surely we'll be talking about um, the Saints events uh, coming this afternoon and um, I have no guess and no guess um, so we'll leave it up to those guys to tell us what's up and then we'll talk about it tomorrow with you on the black and blue report podcast so anytime after noon central tomorrow, no appointment radio. That's why we love it. And uh, we'll be covering both teams tomorrow for sure. Maybe we'll drag John DeShazer in here tomorrow as well, um, since he'll be a part of today's press conference and also a part of our broadcast of the Pelicans and Mavs tonight. Thanks again to Chuck Cooperstein and David Wesley. Daniel Sowerson's our producer today here in Studio B. I'm Sean Kelly. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll see you on NewOrleansSaints.com and, of course, tonight on the radio. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.